She has like the gargoyle's head, but like. How'd you get that off? It's so clear that it's like not the statue because it's like the wrong not color. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and she like can throw it and it doesn't make that much. Like, and it like scoots across the like floor a little bit. And I'm like, that's supposed to be concrete. Yeah. Hello and welcome to our Riverdale podcast brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 23-year-old actor and filmmaker from... Oh, no, I'm not from there anymore. I'm that in Alberta, like, Canada, though. I'm here. Uh, I like reading anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. If I were the Griffin Queen, which mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. I would wear um, uh, probably like... Okay, listen. So when I did The Mystery Bedwin Druid mm-hmm. is a musical, mm-hmm. I had this jacket that they gave me because I was in drag. All right. I was a dude. Uh, well, I was a woman playing a dude, so I was able to have, like, ma- it was, like, feminine, masculine clothes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was, like, this, like, really long jacket mm-hmm. with, like, these, like, little shoulder pad things. Oh. It was so beautiful, and I wanted to buy it off them, because if they, like, buy it for a specific show, then they'll just let you buy it. Yeah. Right? But um, we borrowed it from Theater Calgary. Damn so, it. So um, I still harbor a vendetta for Theater Calgary. <laughs> I would wear that jacket. I love that jacket so much. Would you have a crown? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, my name is Brittany Ray. I'm a- I sound like an old man. Um, and I have such a great news for today. We have a guest. It's this old man. <laughs> Guys, it's early in the morning. We, like, just woke up to do our notes, and we're about to part ways for, uh, two weeks mm-hmm. for Christmas, so we had to, like, do this as soon as possible. So, um... Sorry, but this one's going to be a little bit rushed. And also, I'm sick. Yeah. Like, which would explain why I sound like an old man. To make it's not f- that it's early. It's that I'm sick. Yeah. To make you feel a little bit better, if we don't hit everything in this podcast, we will be having a mid-season uh, chat Yeah, uh, at the beginning of January that will come out. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, who are you? I'm Brittany Ray, which I think they <laughs> I'm are. I'm Brittany Ray. Ray. <laughs> I'm Brittany Ray. I'm a 29-year-old journalist. <laughs> This is going to be hard. From beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I like badass moms and long naps. I'm on Twitter at Britannia where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. And if I were the Griffin Queen, I would wear the exact same outfit that Rihanna wore in this one music video where, like, she's a queen. And it's just, like, brocade and, like, black, like, leather and stuff. And then her crown is, like, like, pointed, like, cut out metal. It was so cool. Sweet. Yeah. I just want to be Rihanna, actually. Mm. Okay. Today we have words to say about episode 308 of Riverdale, Outbreak. So Outbreak was a 1995 American medical disaster film, and it was basically about like an outbreak of a virus that came to the United States, and then they're just like researching it the whole time. Ah. Ah. Usually those lead to zombie apocalypses. We had a comment on SoundCloud from our friend King's Token. Oh, I came token. And they were you saying are an angel. about Archie dealing with the hay the whole time. <laughs> One note, hay is itchy. Probably not something you want to do shirtless. <laughs> I never even thought about that. That's why whenever people are like, like, they want to have like love scenes in barns. I was mm, like, no. <laughs> Bad idea. Um, also, I literally just checked. Nine hours ago, we got another comment from Megan. Hey, Megan. What's up? Hi, Megan. Hey, I was not expecting you to mention me during the pod. Don't worry, though. You can drag my boy Archie as much as you want. Great, we will. Uh, He deserved it in this episode, but I have to admit, the way Jughead said, I know, after Archie said he could kill Hiram, really made my heart hurt. We deserve more scenes between these two. Yes. Also, to point out something you missed, great. They are walking by the train tracks because at the end of episode six, Jughead asks Archie if he's ever hopped a train. Anyways, great pod as always. I really hope I can go to the Riverdale convention. It actually starts on my birthday. It would be so cool to celebrate in Canada. Fingers crossed I can get myself out there. Yeah. We would so love to see you. Um, also, we're stupid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But. Okay. Okay. They say they're going to hop a train and then it turns out that like Athens or wherever they went was like 2.3 miles away from everything else, you know, like it. So they were clearly just still walking. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. They're like, have you ever hopped a train? No. Well, we're not going to start today. There aren't any trains here. We're not going to do that then. Never mind. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, Thank you, Megan. We would love to see you at the convention. That would be so fun and cute and good and fresh. That would be. Yeah. Okay, Brittany, um, toot or boot? Boot. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Boot. Um, It works really well with that voice. Boot. Yeah. 
Too bad. <laughs> Not good, man. It wasn't good. What I was saying to you last night after we had watched it was that, like, it's really interesting because uh, at the end of season two, or sorry, in the middle of season two, it was like, Black Hood, Black Hood, Black Hood, and then at 209, which is the mid-season break, mm-hmm. is when they were just like, we have taken out the, like, everything about the Black Hood is done, you know, Svenson was the Black Hood or whatever, we were like, no, he isn't, but go off. <laughs> um, they were like, Svenson's the Black Hood and everything, and then they didn't bring the Black Hood in again until the Carrie and the musical episode, which I believe was 218. Yeah. So... The, and then I don't even remember what the whole conflict was <laughs> in the middle of that. I think it was, like, the Southside High coming in and, like, the Ghoulies question mark, I think. But, um, so I wonder if, obviously, the Gargoyle King, I mean, obviously, the Sisters is over now. Yeah. But the Gargoyle King is still at large. So now I'm assuming that the outbreak will now take, or the, I'm um, sorry, the quarantine will take over, like... <laughs> The rest of season three until, like, the very end when they're going to be like, who's the Gargoyle King, Beach? And you're like, um, I don't, I don't know at this I point. I don't know, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, like, I like that this episode actually had more continuity than most of them. Yeah. Did. Like, they actually, like, bothered to, like, tie up some loose ends. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I started mistaking that for actual good content. And I was like, oh, wait. Oh, I'm wrong. No, this was still bad. <laughs> it was just bad in a more cohesive way. Um, so I split this up into Jughead and Archie, Veronica and Cheryl, and Betty. Um, usually we do Betty last because she's the most interesting, but Betty had the least amount to do this episode, so I was thinking we would start with her. No. no. Okay, cool. So Betty is playing, uh, Griffins and Gargoyles, which she promised her mom she wouldn't, but she has to. Um, and she takes the candy, but she throws it up later. Yeah, that was pretty genius. Which is one way of handling it. Yeah. So. Do you think the sisters notice that every time she has candy, she goes to the bathroom? (laughs) <laughs> like that's gonna become a quick habit i know she's like i'm totally having some yeah because they're just like you can't flush it and she's like no i'm going to the bathroom after yeah. I have some, right? cool so alice comes to see betty and she's like um you look gross and she's like thanks mom what like love that alice comes to see betty and betty doesn't say hey by the way they're giving us drugs here yeah <laughs> maybe she looks terrible because she's barfing all the time yeah maybe i really liked the shot with the cross where they had the cross in between them it shows like it's like symbolism of them like being apart and it like used yeah. frame within a frame like two different frames and it shows that what is like separating them is like this whole religious aspect which i thought was really Ooh, cool i like that yeah She's like, I thought you were at the farm. And she's like, I was at the farm, but I came back for a school meeting because bad things have happened. And the vixens are sad and bad. <laughs> the vixens are sad and bad. Let them be. Yeah. Uh, we, we took another look at Ethel's vision board and I couldn't find anything new on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like another close-up shot and I was like, cool. And then, I, But there wasn't so anything So still, still creepy. Yeah, I don't think I found anything new. But if anybody else did, let me know. But now that we know that like the Gargoyle King hasn't been talking to Ethel. It's interesting that, like, that's what her mind made up. You know, it's, like, clear that that's, that it shows, like, what she, what she, like, seeks from the world. You know what I mean? It's, like, it, it makes it a little bit creepier in my Oh, totally. Because it's, like, oh, okay, wait a minute. So you weren't talking to the Gargoyle King. So you just, like, wanted to date a mythological creature? Yeah. I mean, like, I guess it shows, it shows that, like, what, she just really needs intimacy from something. And she's, like, if I can, if I make it up in my mind, you know. Yeah. Like that's, that's a, a really sweet is, way of saying that Ethel's a furry. Yeah, it was it was her subconscious, really. Yeah, you know, yeah like, exactly. So. Betty is lying about the Gargoyle King just to annoy Ethel. <laughs> that I was so funny. This was my favorite scene in the whole episode. Same. Where she like she's literally a genius when she goes, oh, you know what? He said the funniest thing yesterday. Never mind. Never mind. She's so smart. She I love sells that. it. Yeah, totally. And so she's like, what? And she's like, he says that I'm his new favorite. And she's like, what? <laughs> no. How dare you? And she's like, what? We can go talk to him then, Ethel. Like, don't you have the keys to his chambers? Why? 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 This why? is such an obvious point. and Ethel fell for it. Why? But why does she have the keys? Why is Ethel so special? That's a great point. Convenience. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I got to uh, move that plot along. They were like, they got to the mid-season. They're like, oh, we're done with this. Yeah. <laughs> Chop it. Boink. So Betty locks Ethel in the room because he's not real and she needs to work off like the whole candy thing in her system. And yeah. Everything, right? And I don't course, think that's how you're supposed to go through withdrawal, but yeah. I mean. Whatever. Betty's like, we gotta fast track this. Let's not. And Ethel is obviously upset when she gets back in there because it's just a statue and she, like, really did think it was real. But there's also, like, skulls all over it. Yeah, like, what the It looks like the catacombs in there. Mm. 
Like, it's really messed up in there. Like, there's dead people in the walls. Cute. Why is the gargoyle statue even in there in the first place? Well, that's another thing is that later, um, Sister Woodhouse says, like, we just always put them in here and then, and then they made him up. And I'm like, cool, so why was there a gargoyle statue in here in the first place, though? Like, in a holy room. Yeah. But they're saying that they've seen him IRL, you know, like he's still actually real because they have seen him, but he's just not real here. And of Which course- is, that's stupid, by the way. Yeah. They're like, yeah, he's real. He's just not real in this specific location. I was like, then where, where did he come from? Yeah. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, that makes it clear to me that whoever- is like actually dressed up as the gargoyle king that whoever like is dressed up as the gargoyle king now potentially did go to the sisters question mark yeah or like knew about it 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 makes me think that the person who brought it out into the world was penelope blossom yeah but i guess we'll see i guess we'll see i mean how else in in the midnight club though she had no clue what it was did she oh good point because she she's the only person who we know who like legit like started at the sisters and has been playing yep. you know like she was there when she was eight betty brings up dilton and ben which makes her sad because those are her actual real dead friends are they ever gonna have a funeral for dilton that's a really great question but i also feel like maybe because she's been having all of these like hallucinations and problems that she hasn't like properly been able to mourn their deaths yeah. yet so that makes me sad um they're gonna take out woodhouse though and at this point, do they even know if Ben's dead? He seems to be weirdly immortal. He survived Madam Satan. That's true. We didn't see a body, did we? No. I wanted to bring up something. So, like, I've been going on Reddit recently because I downloaded the app and now I get notifications about it. Mm-hmm. And there was this comment on on the Riverdale Reddit. And, like, this person didn't comment on anything I did or anything. I just thought it was an interesting thought, so I'm going to yeah. bring it up. Their username is... I don't know how to pronounce that, but it says D-E-M-E-S-C-H-O-R. Demoscore. Demoscore. Sure. It was a talk about Ethel, and they were asking about, like, what was up with her this season. And they wrote, Ethel was a rich kid. She had a hot tub and a pool in her own house that got taken away from her. So she's an ex-rich kid with a chip on her shoulder, and she's self-conscious about her weight and looks presumably given... And, and looks, presumably given the events of season one in the Bulldogs playbook, easy to manipulate and fell prey to G&G because it let her be someone who mattered. Ooh. Yeah, so I thought that was a really interesting point. Oh, and then somebody else said, she's still bitter about Stranger Things. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the thing, is like, I keep watching and I'm like, why is Barb so angry? Yeah. And somebody else said, man, don't make me feel bad for Ethel. <laughs> So, that, like, that's my thing, is, like, even though they did this, the whole thing where she was being manipulated, I was like, but, Ethel, you still sucked before you went to the sisters. Yeah. So, uh, getting back into it after, like, a whole bunch of other stuff for mm-hmm. other storylines, um, Ethel's distracting Sister Agnes, and Betty is taking Woodhouse away to the little cathedral thing. Yeah. Woodhouse is, like, threatening to electrocute them and everything. Guess who called that there were two of them? You did. That was, like, I could not believe that you were right. I love being a genius. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Off of, like, one line in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, off of one line, I was like, Ethel's good now. (laughs) Um, But Betty says that she's not afraid uh, of Sister Woodhouse or of, like, monsters and stuff. Um, And I'm like, can't relate. Very scared of monsters. (laughs) Personally. Yeah, like, very scared of monsters. Yeah. I feel like it's a really relatable fear. I don't know. Yeah. She's saying that Hiram is helping them fix broken children with, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay, what what purpose would Hiram have of doing that? Yeah. Don't know. He's not a good person. She's saying that G&G started at the sisters and they just, like, kind of kept it going because it was working as, like, a therapeutic sort of thing. But it was never supposed to leave the sisters. So it, she was like, well, it's torture, but it's torture that was supposed to just, like, stay in one place. Yeah. It's okay. Neat. Yeah. But they're like, we're going to take everybody with us. And she's like, they're not going to want to leave. And um, turns out she was right. Yeah, it turns out she was right. But they lock her into the thing. And I'm just like, where's Sister Agnes? <laughs> Hope she's okay. Where? Yeah. Sister Agnes. She's like, she probably is like distracted with all the other drugged up kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she was right. They don't want to go. But yeah. they're like, we can't leave them. And like all the kids in conversion and everything. I'm like, thanks for remembering. Literally, you wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> If you had taken down the sisters when you got Polly out in season one. Yup. Like, like, she's just been using the sisters as, like, she's just been blackmailing them this whole time to get what she wants and leaving all these kids in here. And now she's finally being like, we have to get them out. Now that you've seen the torture that they've gone through. Yep. That's messed up, Betty. Yeah, like, I am not on Betty's team here. Like, you let those kids rot until it was convenient for you. Mm -hmm. Nah. Yeah. 
Um, so they are going to make it into a quest and they're going to turn into the Griffin Queen, which is the opposite of the Gargoyle King. Doi. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty smart. Yeah. I mean, it works, right? Um, it's just stupid, too. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to save the kids and everything. And Ethel, like, brings up a few of, like, the character names. And she said Healer, which is a new one we haven't heard before. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Betty comes in. She's the Griffin Queen. And they, like, made it out of mops. Waste of time, question mark? <laughs> like, how long did that take? Yeah, I'm like, um, Sister Woodhouse is gonna get out eventually. Yeah, like, she's been down there screaming, and y'all probably spent six hours gluing <laughs> mops sticks. This was dumb. Go off. Um, she has, like, the gargoyle's head, but, like... How'd you get that off? It's so clear that it's, like, not the statue, because it's, like, the wrong not color. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and she, like, can throw it, and it doesn't make that much, like, and it, like scoots across the like floor a little bit and i'm like that's supposed to be concrete yeah i was like so it's hollow neat um so they all get outside and they're like well all these kids need homes now and but he's like okay we'll get them all homes and i'm like where are you gonna get them homes Who's where house? are their parents you don't you like you don't even have a house your mom isn't even living there no one's living at your house oh there you go keep them at the house i guess so alice shows up and she's like cute outfit weirdo <laughs> Basically, she's like, I've come to take you out because everything has gone to garbage. And it was like, that was, that's awfully convenient, yeah. Alice, that she went in and out in one episode. It's almost like this was an unnecessary plot line. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, well, everybody else too. And Alice is like, mm, not part of the plan. Mm. Guess we're all going to the farm now. Yeah. So that's that storyline. I don't I don't understand what they're doing with Alice's character. One minute she's like making irrational decisions and the next she's like, yeah, hey, I'm here to get you out. And I'm like, what's going on? What's happening here? Leave Alice alone. Well, that was a real quick first storyline. Nope. Really quick. We just want to talk to you a little bit about our Patreon. So uh, Patreon is a service in which you can donate to some of your favorite creators. Our lowest one is uh, $1 a month. Which our friend Scott likes to say, like, don't buy yourself Starbucks for one day of the month and just hand it over to us. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, we use it for, like, our server costs and everything, which gets really expensive, especially because we now have five podcasts. Yes, we do. But if you don't have the funds or you're not interested in joining our Patreon, that's totally okay. The best, second best thing that you can do is you can recommend our podcast to a friend. Um, we would love that. Thank you. Thank you. We now, Brittany, would you like to talk about Veronica and Cheryl or Jughead and Archie next? Um, Ronnie and Cheryl. Okay. So, the first thing we see in this episode is a, a normal day of the vixens being stared at by everyone walking down the hallway dramatically. They're flexing. Let them be. Go off. Um, Kevin and Moose are making out in classrooms that are not private. Okay, why are these classrooms so aesthetically lit for making out? Yeah. Like, since when do classrooms have old-timey lamps in them? What's going on here? <laughs> the teacher is like... Putting everything perfect and everything. Um, Where are all the teachers? What a great question. Why are they never in their classrooms? Like, it's funny that there are way more, like, parents around the high school at all times than there are teachers. Yeah. Yeah. The Vixens have been, like, poisoned or something. Why was it the Vixens but not Cheryl? It's still only women also. Yeah. Including Penelope as well. And why not Cheryl? Like, that's the big question I have throughout this whole storyline is, like, why not Cheryl? You know, like, he keeps bringing up, like... Hermione says, like, oh, like, Veronica wasn't supposed to be hurt and everything and blah, 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 blah. But why not Cheryl? Why is it, like, I don't, I just don't understand why not Cheryl. Do you Cheryl? think it's in the syrup? In the syrup? The blossom syrup? What makes you think that? Because Cheryl probably is the only person who refuses to use it. Yeah. Oh, but that, why would that only still target women? And also, I feel like if that were true, then we would see them eating the syrup yeah. before now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, but it's this show. Yeah. yeah. But Veronica, like, hasn't had fizzle rocks, for sure. Like, we know that, right? Yeah. So it's like, we just don't know what the cause is right now. But Cheryl's taking care of Tony and asks oh, her to move in. That was such a soft scene. We finally got, like, an actual good Shoney scene. Mm -hmm. We actually haven't, like, had a good one this season. I guess that's true. Yeah. And it's like, yay, because she lives in a tent. <laughs> and I'm like... But you're both also, like, 16? Yeah, to be honest, I thought she was already living with you. Yeah, like, y'all, it's, it's either, like, I want this to happen for them, but also, they're like, they're baby teenagers. Mm -hmm. Like, slow down just a little. Harry, I am homeless. This is how I know that these two are, like, the gayest people that have ever existed, because they move in together immediately. That is, that is 
big gay behavior. Cheryl says that their doctor's name is Dr. Caligari. Mm-hmm. The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari is a 1920 German silent horror film considered the quintessential work of German expressionist cinema. It tells the story of an insane hypnotist who uses a sleepwalker to commit murders. What? The film features a dark and striking visual style with sharp pointed forms, oblique and curving lines, structures and landscapes that lean and twist in unusual angles and shadows and streaks of light painted directly onto the sets. That sounds so cool. Yeah. So that's the doctor (laughs) that is their physician, I guess. Oh. Fun. Protect Tony. Yeah. I'm like suddenly stressed again. Hermione is talking to Hiram while Veronica's like sleeping in her room. Um, and she says that Hiram promised that Veronica wouldn't get hurt if she, like, went along with all this stuff. And Hiram's just like, yeah, it was just a miscalculation. Like, whatever. Unfortunately, I just don't care about my daughter. Went along with what? Yeah. Like, what did Hermione allow to happen to the women in this town? See, and I'm glad we also waited to get subtitles this yeah. morning, too, because I wouldn't have caught that with just the, um, the clip that we were watching. But it's like, so Hermione... I keep, like, wanting to be on Team Hermione, Mm -hmm. and then, like, she lets stuff like this happen. Yeah. So Veronica walks in on them, and they're like, sup? And she's like, oh, yeah, hey, sup, bad things are happening, but that's okay. She's like, hey, I moved out, so why am I here? Yeah, um, I chose not to be here anymore. Yeah. Actually. I live in a booth. So they're like, oh, we're gonna send you to New York because bad things are happening. And she's like, oh. No. 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 Um, so Veronica and Reggie are sitting at Pops, Mm -hmm. not eating their pancakes. They need to eat their pancakes. It's fully, like, a full stack of pancakes in front of both of them, and I'm like, seriously, neither of you have taken one bite since sitting down? I would kill a man for a full stack of pancakes right now. Mm. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah, I don't feel great about being the only person right beside you when you say things like that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Murder. Cool. So the ROTC kids come in and they're like all rowdy and everything. And she's like, oh my God, like, are they doing Jingle Jangle? Like they was there last year. And he's like, no, they're doing Fizzle Rocks. It's like, Which was so 20 years ago. But also like, those are just the sounds of normal teenagers. Yeah, that's so true. Veronica's like, sorry, teenagers here are really weird. Are, are they supposed to sound like this? Yeah. She's like, wow, I'm never having fun. I don't know what fun sounds like. A group like. of teenage boys are really that annoying without being on drugs. And they get dealt by this new gang, which is called the Gargoyles. I hate it. <laughs> the Gargoyle Gang! The Gargoyle Gang! <laughs> um, and so she's like, Reggie, I need you to suss some stuff out with me. He's like, I'll do some sussing for sure. Listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my... This is a ship that I enjoy. Yeah, it's a good one. And I think it's, like, so clear that they're setting this up. And also, like... The fact that, like, Reggie Mantle doesn't do nothing for nobody, you know? <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He's his own man. And also, she's asking him to do research, and he's like, yeah, for sure. Like, hello? Who even are you, Reggie? He likes her, okay? No, he 100% does. And Veronica's like, I'm trying to be a good person this year. I was a bad person last year, and this year I want to be good. She literally says to Reggie, I helped my parents break a bunch of laws and do a bunch of shady crap last year. I was like, why did you do that, Ronnie? <laughs> I still haven't figured that out. I didn't figure it out last season. I won't figure it out this season. Yeah. So they're at school and Weatherby is saying that they're closing the student lounge. and Which they shouldn't have anyway. Yeah. And Veronica is also mentioning that they also put sports away and like all extracurriculars have been like taken off but, like, the table. So no one's noticed that it's just women that this is happening to? Mm. So they're like, oh, no no more bulldog sports. Yeah, who cares? No. Whatever. Cheryl is saying that she gets the like student council emails and stuff and there's a meeting tonight and veronica is saying that what's going on is like just like Southside high yeah it's like exactly what happened there um people in hazmat suits start people in hazmat suits start coming in and like punching people in the face and like just kicking people in the crotch you know yeah um, normal normal school stuff yeah totally and then they start like running after veronica but not cheryl because she wasn't infected i no. guess this is this is what i'm really puzzled about is why wasn't cheryl infected yeah And I feel like either this is, like, the big thing that's gonna bust the whole plot wide open, Mm -hmm. or it will never be explained. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because it's Riverdale, it will never be explained. (laughs) Um, So Veronica's talking with Reggie again. There are, like, three separate instances in which Veronica's just having a chat with Reggie and giving us some information. So I found out yesterday that the ship name for them is hashtag Veggie. Someone's made a mistake. I'm sorry. I don't feel good about that. We're here. We tried to take off Phallus before Tumblr took it down. You know? Yeah. We tried. We've been new this whole time. 
And we're here to tell you, first of all, also Vughead, I've been telling you it's Geronica this whole time, mm-hmm. but- That's not much better. It, it, it sure is. It sounds like a weird denim item. At least it doesn't- I don't even want to talk about what it actually sounds like. What's it sound like? Vughead? What does it sound like? Ugh. Just sounds gross. What does it sound like? I'm not talking to you about it. Okay. Um, so they're like talking- I with- think she should talk to me about it. No. Um, so they're- <laughs> What is it? I think- I'm right here. So she's talking with- I'm talking to them, not you. So she's talking with Reggie again, and he says that- Um, he has some sus. You forgot to finish your own train of thought. But when? What you thought the better ship name for Veggie would be. Oh. Or an R. Duh. Yeah, that's what I said. Or, what was I picked? I picked it before. Veregica. Veregica? No. (laughs) It's better than Veggie. In one fandom, we cannot have Phallus, Veggie, and Bughead. That's not right. Mm. This is, this fandom has the worst ship names across the board. She's right. So basically what Reggie is telling us is that the drugs are being given out for free. So what are the drug dealers getting paid? Like, what is the point? Are they getting paid in the drugs? I think Hiram pays them anyway. Then there's like a drug lab in the prison also. Is (laughs) that where the men of Athens are working? But y'all need to go get the proof of this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, they're just going in with no proof of any of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that where the men of Athens are working? Yes, for sure. So Athens really isn't that far away from Riverdale. No. I feel like it's maybe like a 20 minute drive. Yeah. Okay. So they're at the meeting. Mm-hmm. Penelope's very clearly in on it. Yeah. So she's like, yes, I want to shut down. I want, yes, um, yes, hello, yes, whatever Hiram wants, yes. I'm like, what? What loyalty do you have to that idiot? And so she's saying that they should be testing out like patient zero, like the first person who had a, who had a seizure. And immediately Alice is like, nope, that's a bad idea. What? Hmm, Alice is like, hey, leave my kid alone. Yeah. Hmm, what? Not about it. Um, And they're like, well, you know what? Five more kids today have had seizures. And I'm like, okay, are they all women also? Because we don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who's to say? So it really seems like it's literally like contagiously spreading. But is it? I don't know. I don't think it's contagious. I think it's like, I think it's being deliberately spread by something. Mm. But I don't think you can catch it from someone. I think you get deliberately like fed it. Okay. So Veronica and Cheryl come in and they're just like, hello, we are here to burst into rooms this whole episode. You know what? I support them. And we're like, hey. If Tony wasn't around, I would ship this. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, okay, fine. Like it wasn't the CDC, but the CDC didn't freaking care. So we called in somebody else. I feel like the CDC would care. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Hiram never called the CDC in the first place. Oh yeah. Cause then the CDC would come and they'd be like, um, no, this is about something else. Yeah. They would be like, hey, by the way, there's a lot of drugs in this town. Weird. He just didn't want the federal, like, government getting involved. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, okay, well, um, 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 what about Fizzle Rocks? And he's like, yeah, and I'm the Gargoyle King, like Jughead said, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for teenage stuff. I'm not a 16-year-old nerd. Turns out, no, you are a 16-year-old nerd. <laughs> so then Penelope turns around and she's like, well, I heard the seizures cause hallucinations, so you're really stupid. And I was like, are it's you It's all in your me? head, dopey. Cheryl didn't have any seizures. She was talking to Veronica. I know, but, like, Cheryl was standing there with the same stuff. Yeah. And she was like, that's true. <laughs> Only one of them had hallucina- hallucinations, quote-unquote. Um, and so she's like, um, hi, also, where are the rest of the vixens? And I'm glad she brought it up so I didn't have to. Yeah. Um, and they are at the hospital. Are they? Who knows? If they were at the hospital, do you think Cheryl would have gone to see them? Yeah. Maybe. She's like, I only cared about two of them. But, like, if they're not at the hospital, then where are they? Yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna worry about the victims. They're, like, en route to the sisters, and they're like, wait a second, what happened here? They, like, walk in, and it's empty, and they're like, wait, Wait. Sister Woodhouse is, like, still chained downstairs. (laughs) Help! So then Penelope has, like, a moment where she looks at the lodges and then, like, stands up and has a seizure. That's fully just not a real seizure, hey? You don't, you don't think? No. No, she just made it up just like Betty did? Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like, seizures going around this season. Everyone's like, hey, we need to really abruptly stop a plot line. Oh, fake a seizure. Fake a seizure. So Hiram is back at the Pembroke with Veronica, and he's, like, saying, hey, like, way to go with the meeting. Like, you were really great. And it really seems, like, especially in this, at this point, that Hiram is, like, so entrenched. 
yep. in this. And he's saying that it's, like, way bigger than he's getting credit for. Yo, but, like, the psychological damage that he's doing to Ronnie by gaslighting her in front of other people and then privately congratulating her. Yeah. He's, like, stabbing her and then kind of, like, staunching the wound and then stabbing her again. Mm. Like, it's, like, that's gonna mess with her brain so much. Yeah, he's saying, like, you know what, guess what? You were right, but you're not totally right because I'm even worse. And he's telling her this without witnesses. So if she ever says, you told me that, he can literally look at her and say, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. This is the most emotionally abusive thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And so he's like, maybe, like, you can help me again. And I'm like, no, she literally just said she's not season Leave her alone. Get a job. Um, And she's like, you know what? It's not just about Riverdale. Like, you're doing all this crap in Riverdale, but the whole rest of the world is out there, and they're going to catch on, and they're going to see what you're doing. And he's like, hmm, I don't care. And I'm like, Twitter? I'm like, didn't you literally, weren't you literally in jail in season one? Yeah. Like, was this your plan the whole time? Yeah. And he's so weird. He's like, maybe you could, like, start wearing pearls again. And she's like, no. This is a predatory thing when you're like, hey, can you start wearing something that I prefer that you wear? Go away. Yeah, it's like in season one and even season two, it was made clear that, like, when Veronica wears the pearls, it it means that she, like, is showing allegiance to her father. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Ronnie, like, literally, like, drops the pearls in a fire. Mm. Can you do that? Well, pearls burn. I don't know. Things to think about. Okay. So, um, Betty calls Veronica at Pops, who isn't wearing her uniform. So I guess it's like, so everyone knows that she's not working. She's just there to, like, be a fancy lady rather than a worker, I guess. Um, and they're like, oh my god, like, we thought you were at the farm. And she's like, uh, no. So she calls Cheryl. We thought you were at the farm, but we didn't go to the farm to check on you. Yeah. Or call you in any way. So she calls Cheryl, and Cheryl's like, oh my god, like, we have to break her out. That was horrible, right? And I'm like, thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. I... Wish you had done something before now, though. What do you mean? Like, Cheryl also knew about the garbage that was going on. Like, all of them knew about the garbage that was going on in the sisters, but none of them did anything. That's a damn good point. But, I mean, you know, they're 16, I guess, so, like, what can you do? But you can do a whole heckin' lot at 16. You can do everything at 16. I mean, look at the 16-year-old kids, like, especially down in the States, fighting gun reform. Mm -hmm. Or fighting for gun reform. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, listen, I want to break her out too, but she told me not to because she's going to do that herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a different mission. If this was Archie and Reggie, they would completely ignore what Betty said and go say Betty. Whereas like, this is like Ronnie and Cheryl. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, she can take care of herself. Let's do what she asked us to do. There's this one Tumblr post that was like, Archie and Reggie get arrested by the police. And they're like, hi, what are your names? And they're like, we're not going to tell you. And Reggie's like, good one, Archie. And he's like, Archie? And he's like, damn it, Reggie. Archie and Reggie. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that true? (laughs) So like, they're useless. Yeah. So they're mentioning that Claudius is like in with Hiram and everything. And Cheryl says something about the Legion of Doom. So Legion of Doom is a group of supervillains that originated in Challenge of the Super Friends. An animated series from Hanna-Barbera based on DC Comics' Justice League. The Legion of Doom has been since incorporated into the main DC universe, appearing in comics as well as further animated and live action adaptations. They're just a bunch of bad guys. Bunch of bad guys. They're like Justice League, but make it evil. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, cool, so can we get the info out of your mom? And she's like, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to do that. You know Cheryl was just waiting to torture Penelope. (laughs) She's like, we'll get it done. So they're like waterboarding Penelope with maple syrup. Okay, this is brilliant, but also like, imagine actually like having someone dump maple syrup on you. You wouldn't be able to breathe for a while. Yeah, Yeah, that's spooky. Also, total waste of maple syrup. Totally. Well, at least Veronica says this cheap crap, so... Yeah, maybe it's bad. I mean, it, you know, they're taking the money away from Penelope, so who cares? Ooh, good point, yeah. <laughs> and so Penelope's like, oh, I'm supporting this because now everyone can do drugs and prostitution now. Okay. I mean, they seem to do fine in Amsterdam, though. Yeah. Yeah. And we have drugs legal here. Yeah. Just like, you know, not Fizzle Rock. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, hi, I'm just looking for some more specificity from you. And she's like, cool. They're like, how is Hiram doing all this stuff? And Penelope's like, well, there is no sheriff and he's kind of in with the mayor. So it's pretty freaking easy. Yeah, I feel like that's one they maybe could have guessed. So they're like, we're going to dump in more on you and let the ants in. You better tell us stuff. You know what? That's good incentive. Because yeah, if someone scary. brought up bugs, I'd be like, oh, no, thank you. Scary. No, thank you. And it's not like Penelope has allegiance to anything except money. Yeah. So they show up at Pops again. And they're like, hello, RROTC. We got things to do. Food's on the house. We're going to war. Kate, that was so cute. Like, Cheryl dressed up for the occasion, like, wore her patriotic shoes to inspire the boys. And I'm like, 
like half of those guys are gay, but like, mm. go off, man. Yeah. You look cute as hell. They all pretend that they aren't, but they all are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when they go into the mayor's office, are they like literally being like, hi, we're here. We're going to like ransack the place. Are they going to use force with these teens? Like, are they like, what are they going to do? If her, if Hermione was like, um, no, then what were they going to do? You can't a- attack the mayor. They, pro- they probably re- restrain her at the very least. Okay. I mean, Hermione's smart, right? Like, she does the thing and she's just like, you can't just come in here and tell me I'm not the mayor anymore. Like, I'm the mayor. Yeah, what, were, what was their plan there? How do you depose a mayor? Yeah. You need a city council... But- Wait, where's the city council? Do they have a city council? Mm, I don't know. How is Hermione given absolute power? Mm. This is stupid. Yeah. So they're like, hey, don't do the thing. And she's like, oof, I've already, already done the, the thing. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So they all get their phone notifications and like these like bomb sirens go off and everything. Yeah. Was Riverdale ready to do those bomb sirens? Or like, was that like sound editing? Or like, was it, you know, like I the only ever time that I've like heard that type of siren is like the beginning of narnia and like you know in uh that one episode of doctor who well they use them in hawaii for like they're the tsunami warning oh yeah sounds so i guess in new york maybe they would have some kind of yeah thing but i mean probably honestly probably not yeah because like i know the only time i've ever heard it is like period pieces like in london when like bombs were always yeah. being dropped on like in that sort of area so yeah it was just like interesting that they used those sirens for this so at the very end we learn that hiram is like in with governor dooley for some reason i feel like we've heard of him before but i don't remember i when. feel like dooley just sounds like doily Oh, oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And Hiram's, like, with the Gargoyle King. So, like, is Hiram on Fizzle Rocks, or is this the real Gargoyle King? Like, it's just hard to know. Or is is that Hiram's Gargoyle King suit? Yeah. Like, is that just his costume, and he's just, like, toasting his own costume? Right. So... Also, I want to point out... But if you sorry, if it is his costume, where does he keep it usually? I don't, don't ask questions okay, that require sorry, logic. Sorry, continue. If you quarantine a whole town, mm-hmm. the rest of the country that you're in is going to notice. Yeah. Like... I just thought I'd point that out. There, he's, like, Governor Dooley's like, I hope you know what you're doing. And I'm like, he doesn't. Like, why would you just trust him with that? Like, someone's gonna blow that up. Like, this is the thing is, like, Riverdale likes to ignore that social media exists, even though, like, Cheryl fully has a Twitter account. Mm-hmm. You could literally be like, hey, someone's put our town under a mysterious lockdown. And that would become nationwide news. Yeah, like, Kevin has literally said, like, have you seen what Cheryl tweeted? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Once again, you guys, sorry that this is going so quick. We're kind of in a hurry here. Yeah. But um, definitely in our mid-season talk that's coming up before the next episode comes out, there'll definitely be a lot more discussion. Especially, yeah. um, There's going to be a lot more dragging. Yeah. Especially with Claire wants to talk about um, game mechanics with G&G, which I think is going to be really cool. Yeah, we need that. Um, but before we go into the Archie and Jughead storyline, do you want to talk about a convention that's coming up that Megan mentioned uh, earlier? Yeah, it's called Sweet River Con, and it's going to happen in Vancouver, November... What is it? 8th to 10th. November 8th to 10th. 2019. 2019. And it's hosted by the same people who do Unity Days. They do Unity Invents Canada. And it's going to be like a whole Riverdale convention. The guests are TBA, but it's going to be fun as heck, guys. Plus, it happens in the place where they shoot it. So, like, you can, like... So, everyone will show up. Yeah. In our experience of Unity Days, even if somebody, like, isn't scheduled to come, like, they'll just just show up. Because they're, like, around, you know? Um, For example, Tati Gabrielle last year wasn't scheduled. She just showed up because all her friends were there. Yeah. Um, Richard Harmon, Light of My Life, also wasn't scheduled, but was like, I, like I gotta, hey, I'm here. You know, I got a free day, sure. And then showed up and like did, gave out autographs for free and took pictures with people for free because he's, um, he's an, an angel. angel. Um, and I love him. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Archie and so Jughead? You should come to that. Yeah, let's yeah. do Archie and Jughead. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you're coming to the Riverdale convention because we will say hi. We'll be like, hello. Yeah. Like that specifically. Hello. So, like, when you say, we will say hi, you had to demonstrate, like, how you personally say hi. Hello. And be like, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Archie and Jughead. So, Mm. they show up at the Jones Yard. It is called the Jones Yard in Toledo, question mark? I guess. Which is where again? I don't know. Hang on. I feel like we, I mean, definitely check. It's not in Spain. It's in Ohio. Wait, so they somehow wound up in Ohio? Ohio? Where's Google Maps? Toledo? They, like, never go to, like, real places. So it's interesting that they're, like, going to Toledo. You know, like, they never go to real places. Yeah. Like, they're always They're always fictional places. Yeah. 
So it's interesting. Okay, so Toledo, Ohio, from some random place in New York. Um, where's a random place in New York? Is this New York? Detroit, Flint. That's Michigan. Mississauga. New York's that's on Ontario. The, New York's on the coast. Cleveland. That's still. Ohio. You're gonna have to zoom out way more. New York. There. Okay, so they're like up here. Ithaca. Let's say Ithaca. Sure. That is a seven-hour drive. Make it walking. Oh, true. But then they ended up. But the, then they get a. They hitchhiked. <laughs> it says 140 hours. Which is how many days? I don't know. I didn't go to school for math. I'm doing it right now. They have to walk on the highway. Five days. Five days. Cool. They do end up getting. They do end up hitchhiking though. That's something that we know. It, it, with some random in a truck. He's also in a flannel. So I was like, is that Fred Andrew? It's not. It's that not doesn't Fred. make sense. It, that's later. Yeah. This random dude who like opens the gate for them. His name is Lugnut. <laughs> um. Why does no one have normal names on this show? Oh, they're like, yeah, whatever, sweet pea. And we're like, okay, sounds like a regular name. They're like, hello, Lugnut. We're like, nah, sure. <laughs> I think Lugnut is the like Jones Yard equivalent of sweet pea. Aww. I love sweet pea. Will we ever see him again? Maybe not. Jellybean is like working on a car and everything. Um, she's so cute. She's blonde, which what? is interesting. I don't, I don't know. I don't there know. was a theory. I don't like this theory. I don't like it either. It doesn't make sense that um, Jellybean is Penny's. Then why would Gladys raise her? Gladys is like, oh yeah, that's totally my daughter. I remember being pregnant with her. No, that doesn't make sense. No. Then, then later she says like, oh, Penny always had like beef about me and FP or whatever. And I'm like, so what's the truth? How old is Penny supposed to be then? I don't know. So we see Gladys and she's happy to see him. Yeah. Which is which nice. Which is um, weird. Yeah. I'm glad that they brought up the fact that, like, last time he called her, she said, like, don't come, and it really hurt his feelings. Yeah. I was gonna bring it up if they didn't. Like, the fact that they remembered their own show continuity, like, the bar is low, but they still passed it. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, are you a vegetarian now? And he's like, how dare you? How dare you? She says, she thought that Archie and Jughead were, like, together. Don't tease us. Yeah, I was like, don't, please don't stop. Please stop. Like, literally, we were making the joke, like, I think it was last episode, they were like, we are, like, brothers. And we're like, cool, so they're telling us never to ship this. And then she comes in and do, they're like, okay, so you're telling us to ship it? Just tell That's us queer baiting. Do. That's literally queer baiting. Um, I mean, it's, like, relatively harmless in the long run, but yeah. I'm like, please stop. I'll, I, I'll make those jokes. You don't make those jokes. But she was like, oh, like, finally, like, I knew I saw something between you guys or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. please, Jughead is far too good for Archie. Yeah. Come on, oh, man. That's so true. They are not compatible, like, in any way, shape, or form. Mm -mm. Not even as friends, no. honestly. So he's like, well, last time I called, you were mean, and you were my feelings. And she's like, oh, well, that was, like, a really bad time. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, what's the story? What was the time? Were you in jail and just no one knew it? Or Jellybean was also like, Bleh. And so I'm like, what's, the, like, what happened? Now I need to know. And she says that she finally got her GED, which means that she, she got her high school diploma. Got her high school diploma, which explains why she wasn't in the Midnight Club question mark because she oh, dropped out. Oh, I like that. Maybe. And she says that she is a legit businesswoman now. Oops, maybe not. Literally, the minute she said legit businesswoman, I was like, "So you boost cars?" <laughs> I was like, "Get out of here, Lugnut! <laughs> you're ruining this, Lugnut! <laughs> you're ruining her integrity." She's like, "But hey, anyway, let's have a party." And Lugnut's like. Cool, white overreaction. Yeah, yeah. What the hell, Lugnut? Calm down. That's a bit weird. Um, you know what though? I I get that excited about food too. Yeah. Okay. So they're like talking around, and Gladys is just like, "Yeah, Hiram. I mean, he was good looking, but he was kind of crazy." She also calls him short, which I think yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. That line was so good. <laughs> and so they're like, "Why is he like so pissed about about Archie?" And Archie is like the only person who went against him, and also he dated Veronica. I was like. The, when you hear it laid out like that, yeah. it sounds really stupid. I'm like, that's it? Okay. That's, that's really it, huh? And so Jellybean's like, oh my god, so are you single now? And I was like, how old are you? Yeah, like, that's enough. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, you're five. They're like, chill out. Jellybean Go calls him Kid Kerouac, which is like, the best. Yep. Because Kerouac was a novelist and a literary iconoclast. An iconoclast is a word that Jughead literally used last yep, season. Yep, yep, so yep. I love that for them. Then they're like, oh, like, have you talked to your dad? No, I can't see him because it's too dangerous. Like, it's just... When's yeah. Fred going to have a plot line? I'm, like, sad about it because, like, at the end of this one, he, like, gives away Vegas. And I'm like, but, like, no, that was your all only buddy, you know? And, like, I mean, I was going to talk about this later, but I can talk about it now. Um, in 201, like, after Fred gets shot, like, Veronica and Archie, like, go home and they're saying, like, Fred loves Vegas. Fred's the one who, like, takes Vegas on walks. Like, Vegas is, like, Fred's best friend. You know what I mean? And, like, the fact that Fred is giving away Vegas, like, is, like, 
It hurts. It it's very clear that like Fred is you know giving this up for Archie and everything. Yeah. I think it's really important for Archie. But I'm also like, but Fred, like you need a buddy too. You know, like you're all alone. Yeah. And you know, Vegas has been like your only companion because your son left and your wife doesn't live with you. You know, well even actually I don't think they're even together anymore. No. So he's like all by himself. And I'm also, like, also kind of sitting here being, like, can Archie feed Vegas? Like, can Archie take care of a dog right now? Yeah, that's what, that was, like, my question, too. I was, like, you just gave that kid so much responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to take care of an animal? Yeah, especially, like, when you're not living anywhere. And also now, if he, like, goes up somewhere and he goes, hi, like, can I stay with you? And, if you know, people who would say, yes, yeah, sure, you can stay in our barn will be, like, uh not really, you kind of have a dog and we can't have dogs here. You know, yeah. like that's, it's going to make it harder for him to find places to stay. I think. I don't. Oh um, boy. So I don't really like that decision. I think that even though Fred thinks it's better for Archie, like I'm also kind of concerned for Vegas's well-being, And I feel like this is worse for Vegas. Yeah. So food's ready. Great. And he's like, anyway, we're like talking about Griffins are gargoyles and stuff. Also, Penny gave me this scar. So like, but like, Juggy, you gave her a scar first. Yeah, like, also, Jughead did it first. But, like, I never really realized what the scar was that Penny gave him, you know? I think it's, like, the other thing on his other shoulder. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And she, like, made it up. She, like, branded she him. She made it nice for the baby. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she made, it, she made it up and made it all pretty. Yeah, so she, like, you know, it was, like, a whole design and everything. I don't know what the design means or anything, but I think, like, she wanted it to be, like, a design. Right? Yeah. Like, she said something about it being, like, a new serpent logo or yeah something, or like something like that yeah so i think that's what it was then yeah then she mentions this beef about her and fp and i'm like okay tell me more <laughs> like please involve fp in a storyline yeah and so he's saying like you wanted to get away from being a serpent but it really seems like you still are like you're still doing serpenty things and she's saying, like, I'm taking care of all of these kids, you know, like, I'm feeding all of them and stuff, and I'm being a good person. I think it's a noble pursuit. Which is exactly what FP's doing, right? Yep. He's letting all of the serpents stay, like, in his, like, trailers, yep. like, area, too. So that's really a cool uh, parallel between the two. And Alice is probably going to end up doing that with the girls with the farm. Yeah, exactly. And Fred has done that with the serpents as yep. well. Penny catches Archie walking somewhere. Like, where's he even walking? To the bathroom? Bathroom. He had to pee. <laughs> yep. Um, and Penny catches him, and Jellybean saves him because she was creepily following him to the bathroom, question mark? Yeah, what the hell was that about? Yeah. It's like, I'm so glad that she saved him, and with, like, a little slingshot, too, like, mm -hmm. that was so cute, and then I was like, wait, why were you there? Yeah, why, why are you following him, what's weirdly? That? What's going on? For, like, when I first saw it, I was like, what's with children and guns? But she didn't have a gun. No, so she that's had a good. slingshot. That was so cute. So she saves Archie, and once they get Penny, like, all tied up and everything, Gladys says that she always had unfixed allegiances. Oh, boy. Don't know what that means, if but it makes sense. If she had unfixed allegiances, why even let her into the serpents in the first place? Yeah, it does make sense, though, because she, like, literally like ditched them all for the ghoulies yep right so it makes sense to me remember the ghoulies yeah yep. um she's saying that Hiram won't stop until he gets Archie uh so now it's like torture time question mark yeah there's just a lot of torture yeah. going on there's a lot of torture episode. there's like a lot of people being tied up like like Woodhouse is being tied up and interrogated Penelope being tied up yep. and interrogated Penny being tied up and interrogated so like it's almost like this is the only method of like exposition that anyone can think about a full episode one for every storyline and no one really gets any information that like helps us in any way yeah um and so he's like please ask about Jean G and she's like you got it <laughs> okay good parenting so did Gladys kill Penny no no body no death no body no death but like it's being heavily, heavily implied that she did, but I don't believe it. No, I don't believe it either. I don't think Penny's a cockroach. Yeah. Yeah. Jughead is, like, asking too many questions, so she's just like, okay, well, like- Like, clam down. Like, this- th that's enough. Also, I, like, need a minute because I I'm being implied that I murdered somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in reality, she just doesn't want to talk to him while Archie's there. Yeah. Like, genuinely, she has her most- important conversations with Jughead whenever Archie isn't there. Like, she just- every time, even when she's just she's like, smart. Archie- Go get some food. And Archie walks away. Then she has a conversation with Jackie, yeah. right? She just doesn't want to talk while Archie is there. And she's like, listen, like, basically what's happening is Hiram just wanted you away from Riverdale. And you fell for it. Yep. Yeah. And But it's okay because, like, you're safe here. So if you wanted Jug away from Riverdale, did he manipulate? Did he put the idea of putting Betty in the sisters in Alice's head, too? Maybe. To get the two intrepid investigators out of the way? That makes sense. Oh, boy. I feel like maybe he thought that... You know, since he's, like, in with the Gargoyle King, clearly, like, the Gargoyle King showing up to their house maybe, like, was a 
was something that he did. Yep. Um, and so... He scared Alice into thinking this. And maybe he thought that Alice was just gonna take Betty away to the farm. Yeah. But then it got even better for him. Yeah. Actually, kind of worse, because then... Because if she was away from the farm, Hiram wouldn't have anything to do with it. You know? She'd just be gone. Like, it was kind of... You know, something that he didn't anticipate was her going to the sisters and being, like, where Hiram was and seeing him do things. And busting open his whole enterprise yeah, from exactly. the inside. Yeah. So, also, Archie's bounty isn't just on Archie. It's also on anyone that helps him, which would include Jughead and would also include Fred and everything. Archie's listening in, and Jughead says that he won't ditch him, but Archie wants him to. The one good thing Archie's ever done. Archie literally last episode was like, Jug, you should leave. Yeah. And Jughead was like, if I had left, you would be dead. And now I feel like, yikes, Archie, what now? I mean, if he does, it won't be sad. I will be... I will not mourn Archie as a character. I will mourn his... I, I will oh, mourn the idea of Archie. The idea of Archie. Yeah. I will mourn the character that Archie could have been. But, it, like, he'll, he, he's not gonna die. He's the main character. No, he's not gonna die. But I'd also be sad about, you know, the rest of the characters being sad about him dying. Yeah. I would probably cry if Archie died just, like, because Veronica would be sad. You know what mm, I mean? No. Archie and Jughead, sh- like, hug yeah. right in front of Gladys. And it's clear Gladys ships them, so I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what if your OTP ship, like, hugged right in front of Oh my god, life-changing. I'd be like, oh my god. Life-changing, be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I have to take a picture of this. Yeah. I have to tell everyone. And so Archie's gonna get a ride to the border because she knows the guy, his dad. This, no. (coughs) I have so many issues with this. Okay. It is not that easy to cross the Canadian border. Yeah. In fact, it's impossible to cross the Canadian border illegally because if you do, you get caught immediately. Mm -hmm. And when you do get caught, you get deported right back. That's not how that works. You can't just, like, they think, they're like, yeah, we can just casually cross the border. Do you know how hard it is to get into Canada? I'm trying to legally get my girlfriend into Canada, and yeah. it's, like, pulling teeth. Yeah. No. And then she's like, but Jughead, like, you can stay, and Jughead's like, nah. No. no <laughs> That's good. okay. Um, she's like, hey, like, I packed you guys some lunches, and, like, oh my god, Fred's here, hug time. Oh, Fred finally has something to do. I have to say, like, that awkward moment where he's, like, still hugging Archie, and then they're just like, okay, so yeah, continue hugging Archie, and then have a moment with Gladys while you're hugging Archie. Like, I feel like KJ was like, I'm still here. <laughs> KJ know? was like, oh, I get a break. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, FP is here. Oh, yo, okay. Oh my goodness. Yo. Why is they, this the most interesting storyline? When they opened the door, and FP was just standing there, I had a moment. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, you're handsome. That's <laughs> stupid. You're stupid handsome. But Jellybean's not about it. She's just like, hey, like, you ditched me. And he's like, um, hello. Like, you were, okay, fair, but also you were taken away from me. Yeah. Like, Team FP, honestly. No, I get it. I, I get Jellybean's perspective here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But also, was it really FP's fault? I think FP was kind of a deadbeat dad. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's fair, right? Like, we don't, he wasn't who he was yeah. now. He, yeah. He's not, fair. he wasn't RFP. Yeah. Jellybean probably doesn't know him the way we know him now. Exactly. Okay. They're saying that they would both rather... Well, okay, so she's saying that Jellybean would rather fight than say that she misses him, and he's like, just like you, right? And she's like, whatever, <laughs> what? <laughs> she's like, don't say accurate things. Um, FP and Gladys hug, and then she kisses him on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Okay. I gotta say, you guys, they, some people are just like, oh, FP's gonna be so conflicted and confused between these two women, and I have to say, like, I don't think that's gonna happen at all. No. I think, you know, I think FP knows that his time with Gladys is over, yeah. and his time with Alice is just beginning, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like Alice was the one that got away from him, obviously. I'm sorry, I'm a snake parent shipper, but, <laughs> like, you know, then he had this thing with Gladys, and now, like, he's finally getting the chance to, to be with the person that he, like, missed out on the first time. Missed out on, and so I really feel like he's not gonna go back to Gladys. And personally. they're both, like, the mothers of his children. Like, yeah. he has a bond with both women, yeah. regardless. Yeah. That's so weird. Alice and Gladys are the mothers of FP's children. Yeah, That's so weird. Dead. I don't think he's dead. So KJ is like, is he dying his hair or is he putting like gel that's black in it like i don't know either way kj gets to wear his regular hair now i mean i feel like it would have been the first thing that i would do if i was like wanted by someone mm-hmm. dye your hair yeah fully yeah and it like He's just like i don't have any dye puts on a hat oh my god when gladys called him like i recognized like that rooster <laughs> like, wow you really should have died that before huh yeah yeah, yeah. stupid so Fred's like, oh, like maybe I can go with you. And he's like, no, like you can't. And Fred is saying that like his Give dad- Fred a plot line. <laughs> and he's saying like his dad passed away at his age, which of course we saw in yeah. the big club. And he never got to say goodbye. And KJ's KJ Archie is saying like, oh, it, well, it's not goodbye. And they're like, no, it isn't. Well, may we meet Sadly. again? Yeah. We will. We will. 
Um, and we kind of talked about this as well, but he's like, oh, like, take Vegas. And yeah, it's just like. Your friend needs a buddy. But, but Vegas also needs somebody who can take care of him. Yeah. I don't know. So at the end of this episode here, uh, FP and Jug find that they can't get back into Riverdale because it's quarantined. And they're like, um, but we live here. And they're like, not anymore. And I'm like, they legally live there. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that, like, and I don't know much about this, but I'm pretty sure that, like, if you get, like, displaced because of something the government did, then the government, like, has to help you. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know. But they say it's the, for the governor's orders. But it's, like, bold of you to assume any sort of logic in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's time for segments. Uh, my first segment is asexual joke head question mark, question mark, question mark. And the answer is yes, always yes. I don't care. I'm, you're valid. Thanks. And my segment is which MILF was the most badass? Uh, I'm gonna give it to Gladys. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, she was... She got the right... She got the she got info dump we needed from yeah, Penny. Yeah. Um, did the snake parents acknowledge her obvious history? No, but FP and Gladys did, kind of, but they're, that's they're not, not the snake That's parents. the opposite of what I want, yeah. actually. But, FP acknowledged some history. But I actually kind of love their relationship, too, to yeah. be honest. Like, yeah, it FP seems to be it's okay. Nice. It's soft. I'm really glad that he didn't show up and she just slapped him across the face. Like, that's not what I was looking for. No, I like that there's a tenderness there yeah. and an understanding. Um, now it's time for our best line award. My best line award goes to FP and Jellybean for... Can I get a hug? Can I get a dad? <laughs> God, she's she's so valid. Yeah. Um, and mine goes to Reggie for. But I got some sus for you. Because I think that's like, does he actually think that that's? <laughs> oh my God, I didn't think that, but like now I do, and I love it. <laughs> she's like, can you suss something out? And he's like, oh, I got the sus, and I'm like, holy sus. Do you think that that's an actual ob? Do you think it's a noun? What's going on here? Oh boy. Okay, you guys. So now it's time for our trailer reactions. We have not seen the no. trailer yet because we weren't able to watch live this episode. We were on oh my god. plane. Oh my god. 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 Look at that thumbnail. That <laughs> is Reggie and Veronica, and I have been waiting for this my entire adult life. Okay. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one, play. Just come home, Archie. Oh my goodness. Archie, you're stupid. Where's the dog? Wait, why is Betty back at the sisters? Why are they together again? Oh, finally Kelly Ripa's here! Ooh, Gladys looks mad. What's burning? Yeah, finally! Okay, you guys, listen, 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 listen. Listen! Okay. Okay. Is this for the next episode? It looks like it's for the next episode. it's for the next episode. It's not the season. It's not, like, the rest of the season. So, like... Cool. Oh my god, it's back like January 6th, does that say? Um, I, uh, sorry. January 16th. 16th. Ooh. We've got time for our mid-season. That's a long hiatus. Then. That's okay, that's okay. And you guys, if you're gonna miss us through this hiatus, we have a whole last podcast that's like waiting for you. We have all the 100 podcasts waiting for you. Stranger Things is starting, so don't worry. <laughs> we got things. Okay, cool. So Archie is walking through... Where's Vegas? I don't know. I swear if he's just like, oh man, Vegas died halfway through. I'm gonna be so Stop. pissed. I'm gonna be real mad. Where's your dog? Okay. Betty is back at is the sisters. back at the sisters. But, but she's she got, got her ponytail back. Exactly. And there's like graffiti. Is that a rune or is that oh I think it Oh, that's just a door handle. That's just a shadow of a door yeah. handle, I think. Okay. Veronica's that looks like the sisters or Riverdale High. Or Riverdale's back in. Okay, so Jughead is back in Riverdale. So, like, what's the point of the quarantine, you guys? Okay, is that Archie? Is Archie trying to kill yeah. Hiram with a knife? Hiram's like, yeah, freaking right. Okay, Josie's okay again, I yeah, guess. Yeah, Josie's, like, up and about. and Singing in the speakeasy. They're in Dilton's bunker. Shoney kiss. Great. Kelly Ripa's here. I'm so excited. Why does she have a gun? I don't know, but I love that for her. Listen, we didn't get Chick until the second half of oh. the second season. Isn't oh, that God. ridiculous? He, he just dwarfed the entire thing season yeah chick didn't come in until the second half of the season so i hope she's like the next chick that where is she okay someone's being dragged, dragged into the sisters as well that looks like a boy is yeah that... definitely a dude okay Ugh, bughead kissing whatever gladys um, looks mad gladys is here Ar somebody's attacking archie in the ronnie and reggie are burning something are a lot of things in it the looks like le bon it looks yeah. like they might be burning the speakeasy. Yeah. Josie's scared. Is that is that Moose or Kevin? I thought conversion? it looked like Reggie. Oh. Like being scared by the gargoyle? Oh, thing? that might be Moose. I feel like it's Moose. Yeah, it's Moose. But there's like this shadow, you know? So it's like, is it a statue or is it actually there? Like, I don't know. Ma'am, this is no place for logic. And then finally, Veronica and Reggie is happening, which I've been waiting for my entire life. Thank you so much. Great. Hashtag veggie. Shut up. 
Veggie <laughs> sounds like a frontal wedgie. Stop talking. A okay. Veggie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I hate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> music is terminal, but good news too. If you're so inclined, please write us a review on iTunes. We like those. And we also have a survey that is in the description. Uh, it's just perpetually open. And uh, yeah, we'd love it if you would fill it out for us. If you're a fan of Chaos, we like to talk about that show too. Um, on this feed, actually. So if you're subscribed to us here, you can go ahead and uh, listen to our Sabrina podcast. Yes. And if you're a fan of The 100, we like to talk about that show too. We've done season four, season five. We'll be doing season six. We're at Unity Days this year. Um which will be in between this one coming out and our mid-season yeah. coming out. Um, so if uh, you listen to this podcast and you'll be at Unity Days, please say hi. Yeah, you come say hi. And if, if if either of us are like slightly like, wait, who is this? Tell us your name. Yeah. Because <laughs> we can't see any of your faces. Yeah. That's important to me. <clears throat> um, if you're a fan of Lost, we like to talk about that show too. We covered season one. We're in the middle of season two. We're on a brief hiatus right now until... The, until the end of, until Riverdale. I was trying to find like a, a word to like describe Riverdale mm. um, and I was just gonna go with stupidity. Experience. Yeah. Oh that's good that's nicer that's nicer yeah. until until the it, Riverdale experience is finished <laughs> for this season. Yeah uh, and if you're a fan of Stranger Things our Stranger Things podcast is coming in 2019 but until then we do have a preview out um, on our SoundCloud. We don't currently have a iTunes link yet, but that is coming and you'll be the first to know. Actually, technically, I'll be the first to know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, iTunes. Could you hurry up with that, actually? Um, friendly reminder, if you want to come to Sweet RiverCon, you should do that. Yeah. Um, you can go to unityeventscanada.com and find out more information. Go to their Twitter, Google Sweet RiverCon. Just get on it. Yeah. Uh, you can follow at the Autos on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Rebel, YouTube, but mostly Twitter and a bit of Tumblr. But only if it's safe for work. Yeah. So. It always is. Our Tumblr is always safe for work. Our Tumblr is always safe for work, yeah. but you never know yeah. with what they think is not safe for work. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash theaffectionados. If you have a spare dollar to help support us, we would really appreciate it because why? It's really expensive. And um, like I said before, if you are unable to um, donate, that's totally okay. The, ne- the second best thing you can do is uh, recommend us to a friend. Thanks. Yeah. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey, that's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-F-F-R-E-Y, pretty much everywhere. And you can follow me on Twitter at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. And the next episode is going to be our mid-season chat, and then we'll talk a little bit about what No Exit is about, which is the uh, name of 309. The last time an, an episode was called No Exit, it was like the worst episode of BSG. Yeah. I think my family's here. Yeah. To pick me up. I think so too. What great timing. Okay, love you, bye. Love you, love you, bye. I waved.